Regan and Gorbachev were two important players in the international relations nearing the end of the Cold War. Ronald Reagan's rise to presidency in 1981 came with the desire to win the Cold War as his driving passion. Reagan did not try to reinstate Dente in US-Soviet relations. Instead, he described the Soviet Union as an evil empire. Technology was developing rapidly in the USA during his presidency, and he restarted the arms race. The USA began to invest heavily again in state-of-the-art missiles. Mikhail Gorbachev became leader of the Soviet Union in 1985, and he recognised that the USSR could not win the Cold War. The Soviet Union's economy was failing as it had overspent on nuclear weapons. The living standards in the Soviet Union and also in Eastern Europe were very low, and the war that they started in Afghanistan was draining the USSR's resources. This meant that the Soviets could not keep up with the USA's development of new technology as their economy was just not strong enough. Attitudes began to change when Reagan and Gorbachev first met in 1985. The two men met at a summit in Geneva. They got on well and they arranged further meetings. Gorbachev was popular, even in Western Europe and the United States. Public opinion in the West did not support the arms race. Margaret Thatcher, who was the British Prime Minister at the time, supported Reagan and was also willing to work with Gorbachev. These relationships and political positions led to more cooperation and less tension. So let's have a look at some of those dates again. In 1981, Ronald Reagan became the President of the USA. In 1985, Reagan and Gorbachev first met. And also, that was the year that Gorbachev had become the leader of the Soviet Union. After Gorbachev came to power in 1985, he believed that economic and social reform would solve the Soviet Union's positions and problems and secure its socialist future. Gorbachev realised that people were unhappy and distrustful of the Soviet government. He also realised that the Soviet Union was suffering because of huge investments in weapons. People's standards of living were low and the government continued to spend lots of money on arms. To combat these issues, Gorbachev introduced two new policies. These were perestroika, which means restructuring. And this was the term used by Gorbachev to refer to his reforms. The other one was glasnost. This meant openness. Gorbachev wanted to allow greater freedom of conscience in, his, in the Soviet sphere of influence. Alongside these two policies, Gorbachev supported other reforms. He wanted to leave Afghanistan. He was a supporter of Glasnost, but he only slowly increased the level of democratic systems in the USSR. He also wanted to conceal the scale of the Chernobyl nuclear accident. In Reykjavik in October 1986, Reagan and Gorbachev agreed to reduce their nuclear arsenals. However, Reagan refused to end the Strategic Defence Initiative, which was also known as Star Wars, 
which was an advanced anti-ballistic missile system. In 1987, there was the Intermediate Range Nuclear Force Treaty, also known as INF. INF weapons had a range between 500 and 5,500 kilometers. The INF Treaty in 1987 was a continuation of the Reykjavik discussions. The treaty was signed in Washington. And this forced the two nations to get rid of all INF M weapons and this is more comprehensive than the SALT-1 treaty. The treaty primarily affected Europe because this is where most of the missiles were located. Reagan believed that God had given him a mission to win the Cold War. He waged the second Cold War at the end of Detente to rid the world of communism. The USA, in the early 1980s, was on the rise when Reagan was elected and it had recovered from the Vietnam War. And it was also developing some revolutionary information technology, so improvements in IT. Reagan began to fund anti-communist forces in Latin America and also sub-Saharan Africa. In contrast, the Soviet Union was in decline in the early 1980s. Its leadership was aging, for example, Brezhnev died in 1982. He was replaced by Andropov and then Chernenko. All of the Soviet Union's leaders were over 70 years old. And the Soviet economy was 80% smaller than the US economy. In 1983, the KL-007, which is an aeroplane, was shot down. This was a particularly low point in Second Cold War. KL-007 was a South Korean airliner and it was shot down by the Soviet military when it had supposedly violated Soviet airspace and a number of Americans were killed in this disaster. The Strategic Defense Initiative, which was the SDI or Star Wars, as we talked about earlier, was involved in having satellites, lasers and mirrors in space to prevent Soviet missiles from reaching the USA. The SDI damaged East-West relations because the USSR felt that it had violated the 1967 Outer Space Treaty. In December 1983, Soviet negotiators walked out of arms control talks in Geneva. The SDI was extremely important because it gave the USA an advantage in the arms race that the Soviet Union could not match. Although there were doubts about whether it worked, the Soviet Union simply could not afford to invest money to develop its own SDI system. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, or you've just realised how close your exams are, then just head over to SenecaLearning.com, where you can revise all your GCSE subjects absolutely free. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, you'll find the link in the bio. If not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. And while you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow all of our revised podcasts that cover every subject you need, then that will help other people find our podcasts.